Hello. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was going to start or you were going to start. <laughs> Let's go with the flow today. How's it going? Excellent. You had a birthday yesterday. I did. Yay. Do you feel any older? Y- you know what happened. You know that I didn't really know how old I was. Yeah, I was there with you. Because <laughs> I gave you the wrong age. Because I, like, I didn't, I really thought I was 42. I was like, but I'm not. wait, how are you going to be? And then I was like, wait a minute, let's think about. <laughs> You're doing the math in your head. Let's think about the birthday celebrations we've had. I seriously was not even trying to like front. I was just like, oh yeah, I'm 42 this year. And then? But I was wrong. I'm 43. You know, I had to call you out and make you come correct. <laughs> we had a good laugh on that one. Because <laughs> so, apparently, apparently it doesn't matter after you're 40. It doesn't fucking matter anymore. I, I feel like after you're 30, maybe 35, it's harder to remember how old you are. Because mm. I have to, like, think about it. See, mine's easy. Because why? Because I was born in 1980. So, so I'm always going to be turning the same year that, you are, that it, it is. is. Yeah. 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 So I just have to be like, what year is it? <laughs> <laughs> Um, we stupid. Yeah, it was a good one. Good. Yeah. Did you feel loved and supported? I did. Thanks to you. Aww. Yeah, we had a little, um, <laughs> we had a little get together. Yeah. Right? We did. <laughs> and it was awesome. We did. Um, yeah, and like my favorite people were around and it was super chill. It was perfect. Good. Yeah. And then more come this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. You're just so popular. <laughs> I guess. Birthdays are hard. They're weird. I think they're weird. Because I texted you and I was like, what are we doing for your birthday? And you're like, ugh. <laughs> and I was like, all right, let's just make some shit happen. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. It's awesome. But you love your birthday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't mind. And it's funny because I don't think that that's like a, a normal thing for me. Is to have all the attention on myself. It's not a normal thing. Right. What do you mean by that? That I'm not always like, hey, people, look at me, look at me, look at me. Correct. In everyday life, you're not. Right. That's right. So this is off-brand for me to want attention on my birthday. Right? No, it's on-brand. Because every every birthday, you want attention. Yeah. Yes. But not in my normal everyday life. That is correct. (laughs) (laughs) Really glad we got that clear. Yes. Um, Yeah, I just think it's fun. I think, you know... Listen, who knows why we're here? <laughs> we're not here for a long time. We're here for a good, good time. time. We're going to get real existential on your <laughs> yes. ass today. I, we were talking about that. Why are we here? It's real confusing. It makes everything seem meaningless. You think? Yes. <laughs> um, all right. So I have a few mini gripes. Okay. 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 Um, and these first two are... They're nothing new. It's just the same shit that annoys me <laughs> that I'm going to bring up. One, how many times have we griped about this? I don't understand why it's still happening. Are we talking about an Instagram thing? A Facebook thing? Mm, no, it's okay. just that mommy needs wine culture. It's not oh. going anywhere. Yeah. We've griped about it so many times, I don't think we're making an impact. <laughs> <laughs> because why, why aren't people ashamed? <laughs> like we always talk about, people need to have some shame. Well, I think it's like... Um, the population that bought, that goes into that, it's always going to keep coming in. They're missing the shame gene. They, I mean, yeah, and it's like there's more moms that are going to meditate, up, up, coming rather than meditate. Right, like the, even the ones that die, they'll be replaced <laughs> by like a fresher, 
more basic crew of it's mommy just and wine culture. So <laughs> tired. Like if I see one more meme about like having a margarita and a taco at five o'clock because your kids like come on. Is he? I think it's tired. Yeah, but you're following the wrong people. I don't. Well, I don't ever see that because yeah. I just don't. You know, you need to. You need to do um, a, a dumpster. Yeah, dump. Ooh, we saw. I sent you a really cringeworthy meme yesterday from one of my mom friends. Oh yeah. Um, I am gonna pull it up, <laughs> and we're gonna talk about it because I can't talk about it on my Instagram because then she would see it. <laughs> all right. So where was I? Let me scroll back through all these memes. Oh wait, maybe I texted it to you. I did. Oh yes, you did. Hold on, guys. Scrolling. Scrolling through the memes. Guys, do you hear that? Oh, I know y'all don't like to hear animal sounds on the pod, <laughs> but I am dog sitting a dog right now, and he might he might cry a little bit. But he's, he's adorable. He's hearing the recording hi, hi room with us. All right. This is the meme I saw yesterday. I just told my husband how much I love being a stay-at-home mom, even as our children grow older. But what I was really saying is I'm no longer capable of holding a job in the real workforce, and he needs to plan on supporting me forever. Uh-huh. Guys, <laughs> just say no to that. Have more. To, because to Tell me, me why that triggers you so much. Why it triggers me. Because this, I feel like this woman is saying that there's no, she doesn't have any self-worth. That's mm. what it feels like. You need to plan on supporting me forever because I'm no longer capable of holding Her a job. Her self-worth was wrapped up in rearing them kids. Mm-hmm. And now they're gone. And so. she doesn't want to get back into the workplace. Apparently. Like, listen, guys. I think as women, you always have to be kind of prepared for... Anything. What Anything that could happen. Yeah. Because, and this is... A, I was having this conversation with somebody... Do you ever feel like you can truly, 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 really, no. really know someone? Mm-hmm. I don't think you can. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Hmm. I'd like to think so, you know, but like, <laughs> but you just don't know what's going through someone's head. You don't. Ever. I don't, yeah. I don't no. think that you can truly know somebody. I think that you can, but like things also evolve and shift and change. So maybe like you knew them you know, for a certain amount of time, and then, like, they grew or changed in a way that you stopped knowing who they were. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think that you always have to have a contingency plan in place. Be like, if this happened, this is what I would do. I've got all my plans set up, honey. Yeah. So, we're just going to tell. I tell Aaron, listen, if this ever happens, then A, B, and C is going to (laughs) happen. Okay? So, you've got that planned out already. Yep. Your strategy. Hey, listen, I don't want to be surprised by anything. <laughs> Shoot. All right, the second narrative that I'm tired of hearing about is Donald J. Trump impeachment. It's just not going to happen. Right. Why we keep talking about it. Yeah. Like, maybe in 2017, I thought that there was a chance. Yeah. But I think that chance is over now, and it's boring. We lost hope. It's <laughs> tired. Um, that was actually one of my first mini gripes. Mm. Is, um, so... You know, I work where I work, mm-hmm. and even, like, I don't want politics in my studio. Um, and there was a, a woman um, that came in that works in the building, mm-hmm. uh, and she asked if I would put up a, a sign. 
in um, in the studio, like in, in the glass door. And I was like, I don't know that person. Um, and then I like looked them up, and it's like, yeah, they're cool, but there's a bunch of legit people. So I'm not really invested in the politics right now. Mm-hmm. I don't. I just want it to be free, right? Yeah. Um, and like the bigger issue that happened is that someone walked in, someone that I really like, um, and they know my political leanings, and they agree with them, but they went off, they went on and on about um, about the Trump thing, and like how they hate him and da 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 da, and I was like, I get that, but I don't want to talk about it right here. Yeah, I don't want that in the space for sure I think people come here to escape that stuff um and it's just so annoying to like to like fake it yeah you know because I didn't want to tell her shut up (laughs) (laughs) that's bad business right for sure (laughs) um but it was just like so annoying I was like can we just can we talk about something else anything else yeah except except, no politics please yeah it's interesting because that came up at the studio that where I work, mm-hmm. where a teacher read a Michelle Obama quote mm-hmm. from her book, Becoming, mm-hmm. and she was told not to. Oh, interesting. And I think here in Seattle, we just always assume that everybody is politically leaning to the left mm-hmm. and that it's okay to read you know, a Michelle Obama quote, yeah. but I guess if you're saying it's okay to read Michelle Obama, then you would have to say it's okay to read Melania. Melania. <laughs> yeah, well, we, that'd be interesting. That would be super interesting. <laughs> so yeah, I I like your stance. Just keep it all out. Yeah, I don't I don't want to religion. Even if I because I agree with politics hundred percent. I just don't want to engage in that. Yeah, because it's just I'm dying inside, you guys. But it's too much. We don't think that he's going to get impeached. We're all tired of hearing about it. Maybe, I just wish the news would stop talking about it. I want to go back to the boring old days of politics, <laughs> right. you know, where nobody cared. Yeah. Nobody listened. I know. I, I, there's some people um, on Instagram that were excited about the Mueller hearings. Like, why? Yeah, boring. Nothing's going to happen. He's, he already said he's not going to say anything outside of what he already wrote. Mm. So, anywho. Anyways, so. Anything else? Um... I wanted to bring this up because it's like kind of wedding season, mm-hmm. right? Um, so there is a space here um, in Seattle. Um, it's called the Landing at Shilshawal, mm-hmm. and it's a wedding venue, reception venue, all that good stuff. Um, so can you imagine? It's your wedding day, and you're going to have your wedding here, your reception here. You wake up in anticipation of the day. You get a text from the owner, and it says, I have some difficult news to deliver to you. Um, The venue has been shut down by the city of Seattle. You could still have the wedding reception here, but there's a chance the city will stop it once the event starts. (laughs) (laughs) That happened to to, uh, Bowley and his... um, his fiance. So what they do? So they had to scramble. They found a venue in Greenwood, and they had to like haul all the stuff over there. The food was cold when when it arrived because that's what they were working with. Um, but they had to change venues day of. But this guy apparently did this to a bunch of people. 
so apparently the city of Seattle found out he was doing uh, work without permits. So they didn't close the venue, but they, they said he had to stop all the work that he was doing. Uh, and so I'm not sure why he said that uh, they were going to close the, the venue down, mm-hmm. but that wasn't true at the time. So a bunch of people like put down deposits and paid for hit the space, and they got totally screwed. Um, and so his, they don't get their money back. I'm not sure what's happening with all that stuff. Uh, his name's Peter Olson. Peter Olson. <laughs> it, this is in Seattle Times. No, it's funny. <laughs> this is funny when you, his name is Peter Olson. So fuck him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think if somebody uh, texted me that, I would be like, "Well, I'm just gonna take my chances." And if it gets <laughs> shut down, then it gets shut down, and you know, that's what happens. So. I, I would say that the city wouldn't come in and shut it down. Well, they, that's what they responded to. They said, no, we told this guy in January that he just had to stop work on, on the stuff without permits. Um, we're not shutting down a wedding, um, but he has to stop the work that he's doing. Peter Olson, man. Messed up, right? Terrible. Can you imagine? It's, it's honestly like not that hard to do an honest business. I know. You, you do have to run through some, some, some red, red hoops mm-hmm. or red tape and jump through hoops and all that <laughs> stuff. But, like, it's possible. It is possible. <laughs> so just stand the up and up, y'all. Yeah. Come on now. And don't fuck with people's weddings. No. Can you imagine? No. Um, there was a couple, a few venues out there that were trying to help this guy out because mm-hmm. they had the space. They just had to make sure that things coincided time-wise. But, you know, so... He's got some help out there, but he needs to do better. Peter Olson. Food at weddings is always thumbs down for me. I don't like always. wedding food. Yeah. I mean. Do you like ours? I don't remember. <laughs> so long, no. So long ago. <laughs> Making a lot of food for a lot of people is hard. Yeah. So anyway, my last one is you and I were texting about this and it was, here's the scenario. Mm-hmm. Let's say you and I have tickets to go to an event. Yes. And we're a couple. And so we bought the tickets together. Uh And then we can't go Uh because something happened. And so one of us is like, hey. Wait, and so how far in advance, too? Night of. Day of. Night of. Something happens last minute. You can't go. You can't go. Um, And so let's say I'm the one that's in charge of getting rid of the tickets. I'm like... Hey, Casey, um, I've got two tickets to see whomever. Uh, do you want to go? Oh, yeah, awesome. That'd be so awesome. Okay, sweet. It was $80 a piece. If you could just Venmo me, you know, $160, I'll save you all the service fees. Um, the tickets are yours. Uh-huh. I just think that's so douchebaggy. <laughs> now, there's a couple caveats here. Yes. If you don't have enough money to eat food, pay your rent, <laughs> pay your lighting bills, and you needed that $160, then yeah, get yours. Yeah, but don't you think you should you have bought the a- tickets in the first place <laughs> if you can't buy food or your electric bill? Good point. I was just trying <laughs> to give people the, the benefit, benefit of the doubt. doubt. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, I think, wouldn't it give you like some self-esteem, maybe uh, some good feelings in your heart to know that you just gave away tickets to some people that were free and able to go and they had a good evening out? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what you should do as a good human being. For me, I agree day of. 
if this is like three months in advance and I've realized, oh shoot, I've got to go to to this wedding mm-hmm. or whatever the other event is that that trumps this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Then I'd be like, hey, I've got tickets to the show in three months. This is what I paid for it. If you're interested, let me know. If no one bites, great. Give that shit away. But I think even three months, you can put them up on StubHub. That's you can what put I mean. them on Craigslist. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah. You should, right. Yeah. But you're, if, you're saying if you're going to your personal uh, resources mm-hmm. and say I'm unloading a pair of tickets, mm-hmm. got it, then you should charge for, for that. Day of. Right. Again. Mm-hmm. If it's still time in advance and you want the money... Then, yeah, charge tickets. But you're saying go to strangers first. Go to other resources. I think it's just, it's also the transparency of the thing. Because this is the scenario that happened with me. I see, I see. Because the money part was not forthcoming. Correct. It came after the fact. After I had said yes. I see. So, you know this story, but I'll tell everybody else. So, now you're in a weird pickle. Yeah. Because you thought it was... Free. Comped. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple years I ago, I had a buddy that was like, hey, uh, Ryan Adams is coming tonight. I got some extra tickets. Do you guys want to go? And I was like, yeah, that sounds She's great. She's getting real specific. Well, it was. It was <laughs> Ryan Adams. And I was like, yeah, that sounds good. And then it was like, great, that'll be $80 a piece. And I was like, never mind. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. I was not in a position that day to pay somebody one hundred and sixty dollars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Be like to go see. Like if you were offering me the tickets, then sure, I'd like to go see him. Now I'm kind of glad I didn't because <laughs> he's a he's deep. a douchebag. <laughs> but I feel like okay, we've we've wavered all over the line here. I think three months, two months, one month in advance, you can put that shit up on social media and be like hundred dollars for these. These tickets, but give go. us give us the price up front. Yup, gotcha. Yup, yup. Got it. Day of, day before, even just give them away. Just just be a good human <laughs> and make somebody else's night. You know, I'm not mad about that. Yeah, I agree. Um, something else I'm not mad about, and maybe I should be. Mm. Okay, so I always forget how to say this. The Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Mounties. Of British Columbia. Yeah. Okay, picture it. You know, they got the cute outfits on. Mm -hmm. So they had a briefing, and the media was there, and they were giving information on a double homicide that was kind of in everyone's, you know, consciousness. Yeah, these young young people in love. Um, Uh... So they're doing this briefing. They are f- Facebook live streaming, okay. right? Just to get more people's eyes on this thing. Um, and so it's a serious matter, obviously. Double homicide. Bodies found in des- on a deserted road. Blah, blah, blah. And this is my brand. I love this shit. Yeah, right? I'm like, this is right up your alley. Um, on Forch, <laughs> um, they had the cat filter on no (laughs) so the woman that was giving this super serious press briefing has like animated ears and a nose and whiskers (laughs) giving this super serious shit press conference 
Um, and then so people are like writing in, like, um, someone might need to want to check the the filter that's on there. Oh and uh, this is classic. <laughs> so they did check the filter, um, and it was like an automatic setting, unfortunately. And so that happens. <laughs> again. Can you imagine? No, that is so funny though. <laughs> it's terrible. It's unfortunate, I but it is funny. Yes. And also, we hate Facebook so much. I know. It's like, who's using that? <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> come, come with the, the now times. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's get into this shit. Um, what are we talking about today? Today, we're talking about how to relate in the world as a human being with people that you are no longer friends with. Yes. And guys, we all have those people. This isn't just me and I. I mean... It would have been nice to think that everyone loved us and we had zero enemies <laughs> in the world, but that's just not true. That's just not true, particularly about our personality. <laughs> um, and this goes beyond like exes. This isn't really about ex boyfriends. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's more like people that you're actually friends with. Mm-hmm. Um, and what do you do when you like see them out in public? How do you behave? What are the rules? Are there rules? Are there rules? Do are you guys counting on us to make up some rules? Because we can, <laughs> if we agree on them. Yeah. Well, we got we won't see. Um, so I would say that there are two people in Seattle specifically that I do not care for. I do not like you. <laughs> um, I think you're shady, and I have no qualms about saying that to your face. <gasps> really? Oh yeah, hundred percent. You would say it to their face. I would. I would say that before I said hello to them. <laughs> Whoa. Um, and that's just Seattle. And that's pretty good. And luckily, we don't run in the same circles, so I don't ever see these people. Um, but we do have, like, in one of these instances, we have a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and luckily, we've never bumped into each other um, in a social setting. Because I'd let this person have it. Really? I would. <laughs> I just don't. They did see, me wrong. I just don't see you like really going after somebody. I mean, if I can avoid them, I'm gonna avoid them. Yeah. But if you force my hands, that's a different story. Um, in Seattle, if you live in the same neighborhood, it's pretty much unavoidable that you're gonna see somebody, see that, see that person. Sure. I think. Yeah. Um, so I'm taking it that you guys don't live in the same neighborhood. That is correct. And then maybe you don't work in the same neighborhood. That is correct. Okay, well, that's lucky. Yeah. So you have two people. I'd say two. I'm trying to think of these two people. I can't think you of You can also tell you afterwards. Yeah, you can't obviously. Take it yeah. <laughs> and we need to have, like, so we could, like, tap out some shit. <laughs> so you could be, like, tapping while we're talking about this. Um, how about you? What, wait, what's the question? Um, how <laughs> many enemies in Seattle do you have? <laughs> um, enemies, I would say I have one solid enemy. <laughs> I would say I have one person that it's been so long that it's not an enemy anymore. Ah, uh, yeah. And then I have one person where maybe the friendship has just dissipated. Got it. And so I don't know what that is. Sure. This is a new thing for me. Got it. Yeah. So that's like three kind of iffy people. Mm-hmm. But the enemy, I would say, I've already thought about like what I would say to this person. Mm-hmm. And I would just be like, 
I had a brain injury and I don't remember anybody. <laughs> You're so who are, who are you? I've thought about that. If she came up to me and started chatting, I'd be like, I got in a, an accident. Mm-hmm. And I blocked out all the people that caused me harm and pain. <laughs> but she's like, how do you know I did that? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think that if you knew that that person was around in the area, like 20 feet away from you, would you make an effort to see them? Or are you avoiding them? I would ideally... This is immediate. This isn't like... Oh, there's an event coming up. This is immediately like, like your husband's like, oh my god, so and so is here. What would you do? Avoid or? I think I would try to go about my business and do the same things that I was planning on doing. Because in my head right now, we're in a grocery store. Okay. And I'm not gonna like not shop. Right. I'm just going to continue to go up and I'm down the aisle. my asparagus. I'm still going to get everything I need to get and exist in the same space as you and not completely leave and go to another grocery store or hide in the aisles. Yeah, that gives them way too much power, doesn't it? What would you do? Um, probably same thing. I would not make an effort to confront them or see them, you know. Mm-hmm. Avoidance is best. Um if I make eye contact, though, what happens? You make eye contact, do you avoid or do you approach? I think <laughs> um, maybe just acknowledge that the person is there. See why? I'm against that. You are? Yeah. Why? Because I think that hello is inauthentic. <laughs> I and think you're saying, always about that authenticity. I think saying hello to someone is... Pleasant. I'm not trying to be pleasant with you. If you're dead to me, you're dead to me. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I would rather see through you than meet your eyes. <laughs> and again, this is like 1% of people I know, right? Yeah. That I'm, that I'm not feeling. Um, yeah, I just feel like any kind of pleasantry would be super fake. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. That includes hello. Yeah. Yeah. Does it make me shady bitch? It might. That's okay. I mean, we already are those things. (laughs) So I don't think that it does or does not. Um, Okay. So here's a scenario that I want to go over. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I used to have an enemy. It feels so trite to to say an enemy. Like, we're in war or something. Yeah. But anyway, I did used to have a person where our friendship was cut off immediately and it was never to be recovered. Mm -hmm. This was in Seattle and it was eight years ago now. Okay. So, um, Aaron, my husband, who had nothing to do with this fight, Mm -hmm. Just a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago now, ran into her mm. at the grocery store, which is mm-hmm. why I had that grocery store scenario in my head just recently. This is a thing I'm, that I have on my list, but I didn't love it, so keep going. I love it. Okay. Thanks for that affirmation on my story. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so he ran into her, and he had the look on his face of like, 
hey, uh, like his eyes open, mouth, up. Uh, uh, like uh, I'm going to talk to you and we're going to have a conver- conversation. Because I know you. Because I know you. And uh-huh. it's been eight years uh-huh. since you and my wife had this falling out. And she did a 90 degree angle. So she saw him. They she made saw, eye contact. I mean, they, Aaron was like, they ran into each other. Uh-huh. She basically like ran into him as he was coming around the corner with the cart. Like, there's no way. Uh-huh. And she. It's just some six foot seven stranger. Right. <laughs> and she like wouldn't talk to him. She immediately 90 degree angled away and like ran away. That is funny. It's bizarre. Yeah. So my question was, how deep does it go? Is it just the person that you're in beef with? Or do you have beef with their spouse, their partner, their kids? Yeah. You know what I mean? Aaron obviously wasn't having any beef. Right. He was like, oh, let's let's catch up. Like, you know? so if you saw this person's spouse, would you be like, hey? No. Because I didn't like him either. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I see where you're going. <laughs> so same couple, about five or six years ago, me and Aaron ran into her spouse. And Separately. He, she wasn't there. She was not there. Got it. Aaron and I were together, uh-huh. and we ran into the spouse. Got it. So there was a threesome of us chatting. And we did acknowledge him, and he spoke to Aaron the whole time. He <gasps> didn't even make eye contact with me. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. So I just... So you're standing there yep. and and watching a conversation happen in front of you. And yep. you're, not, you're not acknowledged in the scenario. Nope. I was not acknowledged. <sighs> and so I ended up just walking away. I just left them there. I see. And then I kind of got into it with Aaron. I was like, why didn't you say anything? <laughs> oh, do you remember, do you remember my wife, Allison? <laughs> and he was, like, he was like, Allison, it was so awkward. I didn't know what to do in the moment. Mm-hmm. Which... What do you do? Nobody's ever prepared for just, like, an mm-hmm. onslaught of hostility. Right. You know? As much as I feel for you in that scenario, I feel like I would have done the same thing. If you, I was him. If I was the spouse. Yeah. Yeah. You would talk to the partner. Right. Well, I mean... And ignore the enemy. Yes, I would. See, I guess I'm just more avoidance is key. A hundred percent. If we can do the avoidance thing, hundred percent on board. Because I was even surprised that we were talking, that he was like talking to us in the first place. Mm. Because there was definitely an opportunity for us to just be like, let's walk past each other ah, and move on. I see. But he was like, oh, Aaron, oh, I heard you started your own business. And he was interested I and see. he had an angle. <laughs> and... Part of that angle was ignoring me and uh-huh. making me feel small. And it worked. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was, like, super upset. I don't like to be ignored. Um, so something happened yesterday, right? Mm. One of my mortal enemies. Mortal. <laughs> mortal enemy. Uh, sent me. Mortal combat. And this surprised me. Came out of left field. Sent me a birthday wish. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of issues with this. A lot of, a lot of feelings. Um... Do I acknowledge it with a thank you or do I ignore it, right? And my gut was to ignore it mm-hmm. because I don't want to open a door up to conversation. Um, it didn't start with, uh, hey, I was wrong. I apologize for the th- the th- what I did. That's not how it started. It just it was, just was happy birthday. Hope you're doing well. 
right? Mm-hmm. So unless there is some kind of transformation that's happened, I'm not interested in where this is landing. I'm not interested in saying thank you. Hope you are too. And that leads into a bigger conversation, mm-hmm. right? So we're going to put that aside. Mm-hmm. This person's spouse mm-hmm. reached out as well and said, happy birthday. I have no beef with the spouse. None. Okay. Like, the beef is between me and the individual. This is, like, such a similar... Everyone else... Story. ...is, like, just kind of, you know, what do you call it? Cash... Uh, whatever. It don't, it don't matter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... I said thank you to the spouse because I have no beef with them, right? Mm -hmm. And that is how it it played out. Um, See, if if it was me, I would have ignored the spouse too. You would have. Because don't you think that there's an angle there? Like, okay, well, he didn't reply. Did they text at the same time? No, it was many hours apart. Okay. Like eight hours. And one would think in that span of time that <laughs> one per- yeah, that they communicated. <laughs> and then you know that they communicated that you replied back. That's okay. Yeah. So That's their business, not mine. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Because um, that, that's it. I, I don't, I'm not trying to, you know, make more enemies just because I have beef with this one individual person. It doesn't go to your parents or, or your siblings or your spouse. Um, unless they did me wrong too, and I'll address them separately. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my gut. Yeah. You know, what I'm sticking with for now. Okay, so here's one that I want to talk about. Yeah. Um, let's say that you had a really deep friendship with somebody, mm-hmm. right? And through no fault of your own, and I guess really through no fault of the other person. Mm-hmm. It just fizzles. Sure. And then you see that person, and maybe you haven't seen them in a year. Okay. You haven't seen them, and you haven't spoken. Mm -hmm. You haven't liked each other's gram. (laughs) You haven't done anything. You're in complete different worlds. You are in different worlds. You've got new friend groups. You're both living your happiest life, Mm -hmm. and then you see them. Okay. What do you do? What would you do? What would I do? Um, I would 100% acknowledge them um, because unless there was like beef and an incident that happened that like solidified your status as enemies mm-hmm. then it's ambiguous Yeah, you know what I mean Yeah. Um, but if you haven't had a conversation about alright we can't do this anymore like we're breaking up as friends mm-hmm. then I feel like it's too vague to completely dismiss the person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so but you I, know there's always that, the end of the conversation, well, it was so great to see you. Mm-hmm. We should get together. Mm-hmm. Chandler Bing style. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this again. Let's do this Let's again. again soon. <laughs> no! Um, do you say that? Do you say that? Because, like, in that one New York Times article that you sent me about breaking up with a friend, uh-huh. her argument was, like, that trite, let's get together, let's do this again, yeah. we should get coffee, no, doesn't no. honor the friendship. I feel like you have to be smart and prep for that, that conversation. Ooh. The very end thing. 
um, it was nice to see you. I'm glad things started going well. Mm. That kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the period. Mm-hmm. Do not take it to let's do this again. I'll call you. I'll text you. Don't do you that. No, you won't. No, no, no. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. But so you have to be ready for it. Yeah. Right? You have to rehearse that shit. And my head, the rehearsal was that person being like, let's get together. And me being like, I'll wait on you to plan it. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still shady. No. I think that's super real. I think that's like, yeah, reach out when when you have a minute. Yeah. So you put on them. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. If that's what you want to do. Right. Sorry, honey. That's okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, so how about this scenario where it doesn't matter how, you know, if your enemies are not, or you're just like, I don't know what happened to us. You have the same friends and you are invited to the same event. Mm-hmm. And you see that they're going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of action do you take? Um, do you I, prep for it? Do you not go? Do you, you know, what, what's the scenario? What, what, what are you doing? I think it depends on the level of feeling there. Because uh-huh. I thought that I was going to be in that situation a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. And so I reached out to the person and a couple of days before the event, and I was just like, hey, what's up? Checking in. How's things going? And that was for why? Um... Because I hadn't really spoken to this person in a long time, and I felt like if I didn't check in with them before I potentially saw them, it would be weird. But then it just turned out that that text made me feel like shit. Uh-huh. So, so what, it was stupid. What would you do next time? Just run into them. You would just run into them. And let awkward be awkward. Got There's it. nothing wrong with, like, awkward situations. Yeah. You know? They just yeah. make you grow as a person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get better at them the next time. Yeah. And I would say, too, like, it obviously... If this is an event um, that a mutual friend is hosting, of course I'd go. And even if it's like my mortal enemy, <laughs> I'm not trying to cre- create drama there. Right. You know? Of course. I'm just going to be super neutral. Mm-hmm. I'll, you know, think shit behind their back. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like, in the spirit of, like, for your actual friends that you're there to support, um avoid as much as possible um and if you have to encounter them um i would be i would be myself <laughs> i would give you them, would be very cool i would and this is my this is what i would do i would be like if they if they came up to me because i'm not approaching them if they came up to me and forced my hand to greet them i would be like this i would be <sighs> hello you would do the heavy <laughs> sigh. Uh-huh. Like, it took a lot of effort <laughs> You're so to give you that. But you forced my hand. <laughs> and that's what you get. I would have rather have avoided you completely, but that's what you get. <laughs> I love it. <sighs> Hello. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you get. <laughs> yeah. You called me out on that text that I sent to that person, because of course I told you about it. I mean, I was... A little confused about it. You know that. Yeah. And then I was like, and I just was like, well, I don't know. To me, it seems like a normal thing to do, but I don't know. It was right. I'm not going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I recently had an interaction with somebody. We're not mortal enemies, but we were never friends in the first place. Um, I'm going to leave it at that. But we just passed each other. It wasn't a situation where we were ever friends, and mm. then we didn't become friends. Yeah. It was just we had to be around each other, and we didn't ever really like each other, but we had to be around each other. Then all of a sudden, we didn't have to be around each other. Got it. And we were walking past each other mm-hmm. recently mm-hmm. in a public space, and we both acknowledged the person, but we didn't stop. Yeah. Perfect. Right. That was the perfect scenario. Yeah. Because we were like, hey, hey, keep walking. That's uh-huh. what I do. Yeah, I like that. And that happened to me, too. Ooh. So living in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So like, that's a group of us dancer folks that came from Minneapolis to L.A. We, like, support each other, you know, like, would hear each other's stories and hang out. And, you know, just we were cool friends. Um, and then one person in our group, like, just disappeared. And that was fine. You know, they're doing their own thing. We hadn't heard from him in, like, a year and then all of a sudden we each got an email saying hey I'm in a bind I need some money oh gosh and we were like what in the actual fuck is this right and so that kind of killed everyone's relationship with this person sadly enough um cause it was just tacky mm-hmm. it was just it just, it, was, it just felt super icky um and then so I'd say another six months goes by um, and me and my friend Jess were walking on the street um, in Hollywood, and we saw this person approaching, walking in the opposite direction. They're panhandling. <laughs> They're not panhandling. <laughs> and it was the same situation where we looked up, acknowledged, oh, hello, and then kept going. We didn't stop to exchange pleasantries or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and that felt so real. And so authentic, mm-hmm. you know, and that there was nothing like, oh, let's hug, da 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 da. Because that was done. We're done with that. Yeah, you know, that moment has passed. It has passed. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's sad but true. Sad but true. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it goes back to maybe not every friendship needs to have that nail in the coffin where you're like, we aren't friends anymore. Yeah. I think if it doesn't, though, that it creates a little confusion and a how do I operate in the world, right? But I guess that also leaves it open to, well, maybe we'll reconcile in the future, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and that's a positive thing. Well, I think that reconciliations can happen once enough time has passed. Or they change their, their dumb ways. Yeah. I mean, this person that reached out to you yesterday, y'all's, uh, y'all's, your altercation is still fresh. A year fresh. Yeah. Yeah. And then the person that Aaron ran into the grocery store. That was a long time ago. It was eight years ago. And so yesterday when we were chatting about it, you were like, what would you do if she texted you happy birthday. I was like, of course I would say thank you. I mean, it's been so, to me, it's been so long. I don't have any feelings <laughs> about her one way or the other. Yeah. I do genuinely like hope she's doing well. Yeah. I used to not. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I do. Like, um, 
it was used to be those things where you would stay friends with people on social media so you could just check up on them mm-hmm. to remind yourself that you still don't like them. <laughs> but something is fresh for her still. Yeah. Right? If she ran into Aaron and did what she did. I guess I just have a strong personality. Mm-hmm. I guess I just be. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess what we learned today, avoidance is best. If you have to interact with them, for me, I want to keep that shit real. Um, so I'd give them a, a, a lifeless hello. <gasps> Wait, well, do it again, do it again. <laughs> hello. <laughs> um, for me, it only goes as deep as the person. I don't want, it doesn't affect anyone else around them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna keep it cute. I'm gonna keep it cute if it's we have mutual friends involved, you know. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, it's just the it's the acknowledging. I think it's fine to be like, "Hi, hi, boom, done." Okay. That's my best case scenario. I'm not trying to curse anybody out or get cursed out myself. Hello, she lied. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yeah. Oh yeah, you guessed the person. That's correct. Yeah, that that's was one, that's one. Of them. I was guessing. <laughs> I was writing down as I was talking. It's just I can't wait till the end of this episode so we can discuss. Anyway, guys, do y'all have any real world scenarios? I know you do. We're all human. <laughs> We're all flawed humans. How do you handle this, this situation? Let us know. We haven't thrown out our... Uh, our email? It's thegripepodcast at, at gmail.com. Gmail. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's our episode today. Today. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll talk to y'all in a couple weeks. <gasps> Bye. Bye.